Hi guys. Hello everyone. My name is Ellie. And I'm Andy. And we're going to talk about um, popular people in pop culture. Say that ten times. <laughs> popular people in pop culture. Popular people in pop culture. Popular people in pop culture. Okay, yeah. roll the intro. <laughs> Welcome to the Digital Public Relations Podcast, covering news and trends in the digital space. Produced by the PR students in Kent State University School of Journalism and Mass Communication. <laughs> so, we really just want to address, um, like, the influence that that these popular people can have on us and our daily moods and how it can really just affect our everyday lives and decisions so and how it how brands can like use that to their advantage Mm -hmm. rather than not using it to their advantage whatever you know the opinion is about these people oh you know they're all using it to their advantage right. you, they're, they're listening dude. they're i'm gonna get an ad about this in four seconds yeah. like i already got one on facebook right. um so like a couple weeks ago kobe bryant passed away and me and Andy, we, I mean, we're sports fans, but not basketball fans. Mm-hmm. We're not diehard Laker fans. We don't invest our time into, you know, merch or um, basketball, like watching basketball. But I could not stop crying. No. Yeah. I, it was honestly, I cried countless times. Um, I think it was just the feeling of going on social media and just knowing like, wow, this could happen to my family. I mean, it, I really, I, it was my whole, and I'm like a happy person. I'm always upbeat. My whole vibe was just thrown mm-hmm. into whack. I was so somber. Mm-hmm. Every, I went to my dad's house later that night. He couldn't, he was like, I can't believe it. Everybody mm-hmm. was so sad. Mm-hmm. It was like, it was just, it, and the biggest thing is it was such a shock. And this is kind of obviously ties into our topic is how powerful someone with that much like that everyone knows and respect how much of an influence they can make on people's emotions Mm -hmm. but the other people I think people failed to forget not that they necessarily forgot but the other people that died in the helicopter accident accident went through the same thing and if it was just normal people who died I guarantee people wouldn't be not crying as much, but they wouldn't be. I mean, feeling it just as... wasn't. It wouldn't be noticed. Yeah. So we're gonna talk really about how these brands can find individuals that can move people and to find them to be the face of their brand and um, correlate their brand with these people, so that people can not only have respect for these people, but since they hold them at such high standards, then you, your brand will be correlated in the same sense. Mm-hmm. So, and I also think it's important that brands, you know, have to be careful about who they're picking to represent their brand because some, a lot of the people could love them, but mm-hmm. there's there's a wide range right. of people who you could pick, also hate them. You pick one wrong person, mm-hmm. your whole brand is, the margin of error for brands is slim. Mm-hmm. Like, you can't pick the wrong person. There's mm-hmm. so much... Um, you know, research you have to do as mm-hmm. a brand to find the right person. But if you get the right person, I think it will really, like, separate your brand from really succeeding. I think so, too. And I think if you're a bigger brand, obviously you have to watch what you're doing at all times. Mm-hmm. If you are a startup or something, you have a – I mean, obviously you're starting out, so you don't want to have too many mistakes, but you're not as in the public eye as, yeah. like, a brand that a lot of people know. So for PR practitioners, one of the biggest things we see nowadays is – influencers or people in pop culture culture that are famous getting these PR packages. Mm-hmm. That is a huge thing where brands send out free PR yeah. packages to, I mean, 
even someone like Kylie Jenner sends out PR packages to so many people right. to test out, and that is so that is such a big thing. I think it is too. Mm-hmm. Well, just because although they're getting it for free, first of all, I think the I think viewers and I think the community that everybody sends get, gets PR packages. I think mm-hmm. they're really holding these people accountable for mm-hmm. whether it's true or not. Mm-hmm. Like, because if it's free, it's free. Mm-hmm. But also, you have nothing to lose mm-hmm. if you are just honest. Uh, because then. If, even if you, okay, so say, like, I know Kylie Jenner, she mm-hmm. removed James Charles, or I'm sorry, Jeffree Star mm-hmm. from her PR list because he, like, completely bashes her right. stuff. Yeah. And, but he is really, that's what makes him him. Mm-hmm. And maybe you might lose one mm-hmm. PR, whatever. You might be kicked off one PR mm-hmm. list, but you might be added on to another one. Mm-hmm. And so I think these brands should really, really appreciate you know, mm-hmm. negative, I mean, constructive mm-hmm. criticism. I mean, if it's completely mm-hmm. negative and harsh, mm-hmm. of course. It's going to hurt. Yeah. yeah. But I also think it is a great way for um, brands who are smaller or just start, if you have the money to send oh, to these 100%. people. Um Brands in general, like, is not only you have to, I mean, yes, there are consequences. You have to face the risk of people talking poorly about your brand. Yeah. But if you don't produce a product that's Do good your, enough, right, your, your product is going to be talked about. Yeah. And also, if these brands are sending these PR packages to people, yes, the implication is, okay, people might talk bad about it, but you have so many, you have so many opportunity. You have word of mouth spreading. Right. No matter what, word of mouth is word of mouth. Yeah. So if you get people talking, obviously you want it to be positive, it's is what I'm saying. It's yeah. conversation. And you have so many different people from so many different platforms seeing this product. So I want to move from, I want to shy away from beauty influencers and I want to get into like, I don't want to say real brands, but Mm -hmm. like not, okay, not the beauty community. I think when it comes to like commercials, I mean, it's a known fact. It's not that I think, Mm -hmm. um, people developing Q scores. I learned about this in my class and yeah, can you explain to me Q scores a little bit more? Okay. So is that like your likeness? Yeah, it's it, Q scores is essentially, you know, he if they if a brand sends out um, a list of fifty names mm-hmm. and then they ask the person doing the survey or whatever to bring back ten of them, mm-hmm. the surveys then will come back and they'll mm-hmm. get a list of all these names that people think you know, based off their mm-hmm. age, based off the demographic. So this Q score is sent out, and then it's c- kind of a number of how likable they are okay. for that brand. So, so Tina Fey, mm-hmm. so random. Allstate must have sent out, you know, a mm-hmm. bunch of research. Nobody's going to put a person into their brand and expect them mm-hmm. to do well. There's a lot of research behind right. it, mm-hmm. and so that's what a Q score is, just a likability number. Okay, so brands are... A- able to use this Q score yeah. to test the likeness of someone that they might want to use to promote their brand. That is extremely important I know. when promoting something. And these influencers are are getting becoming more and more popular. Mm-hmm. So it's only a matter of time before people, and I'm sure people already have, do, have been doing this, um, and I don't know if like, this Q score is um, correlated with, you know, Instagram followers, mm-hmm. Like, does that count? Mm-hmm. Do they... Is, it, is the Q score now a follower count? would say so. Je- depending on, I guess, what your target market is, right. I guess. So... Like, Procter um, & Gamble isn't going to look at Instagram followers to be the face of their brand. I wouldn't think so. It's just crazy to think how, like much power people in pop culture really do have and how much they can influence so many people in the world. Would you say, I guess this, I don't know, 
if this makes sense. Would you say there's a difference between someone who is, like, famous and someone who's an influencer? 100%. Okay, so if you're getting someone who's... Well, I guess they do the same thing. They influence. I know. But it's but a completely different market. Market. See, like, if you're having a small YouTuber, not even a small, let's say, like, 300,000 subscribers mm-hmm. promote something on a video, to me, that like Hello is... HelloFresh. <laughs> HelloFresh is the epitome of market mm-hmm. influencers mm-hmm, it's mm-hmm. like the only reason why i know about the brand mm-hmm. is because i hear it on youtube yeah i hear it I on instagram agree i think it's i totally mean it's a cool different. concept but it i is. feel like there there's a there's a fine line mm-hmm. of pushing it too mm-hmm. much i think a max of 10 influencers mm-hmm. you're good you yeah know what i mean like, and you're cool think about fashion nova oh, oh my, my god <laughs> so many people literally so many there has to be but, over 10,000 right. people and like promote they Fashion get, Nova. But they do a good job, job mm-hmm. of mixing between like influencers and big Kylie Jenner mm-hmm. promotes Fashion Nova. I know. And that's, you know, that's, it's hard because I think that's a good, mm-hmm. I think that's because she's fashionable. Mm-hmm. And that is another big thing with being able to trust these brands and being able to know, like, like we were talking about, I mean, our whole pot, our whole our whole episode is about the power of right. people and culture. So here's like, my question. Could a brand mm-hmm. be as influential as Kobe? Like, could a brand have that magnitude of effect as a person like as Kobe if, can? Yeah. Um, thinking about it now, no. I don't think so. Just because, like I said, not everyone is going to like the same brand. Like, yeah. For example, like Louis Vuitton. Designers that pass away, I think, are pretty influential to people. Because they are a brand. Like Kate Spade. When she passed away, so, so right. many people, but that's mainly, f- I mean, right. men my, do wear bags. My brother wasn't, my brother wasn't no, affected by that. But it's majority women or people who wear her purses uh-huh. were uh, deeply affected by her passing. Yeah. Or even someone like Lady Gaga stylist. Like, that's so random that I brought that up, but he was a designer mm-hmm. and that affected people just yeah. because he died. Right. Like that, th- so I do think, yes, like there are some brands, like if they're, if the owner dies or something, like, right. like oh my God, will it live on? Right. Like, it causes us a little bit of like a stress. Right. But as powerful as Kobe, I don't think so. I don't think so. Either. I don't think it's not like possible. Like going back to Brockner and Gamble, they've been around since forever. Mm-hmm. They are embedded into every single one of our lives. Mm-hmm. But I mean, we'll so say if if the brand gets terminated, mm-hmm. honestly, I think a brand like Procter and Gamble, people a lot of people would be mm-hmm. affected. They make diapers, they make cologne, mm-hmm. they make food, mm-hmm. they make uh, kitchen supplies. Mm-hmm. That means, I mean, they probably never will because they're so embedded in yeah. their lives. But I think that's an example that we don't really realize. Actually, that's a perfect example. We don't realize what Procter and Gamble, how embedded they are in our lives, but. Their legacy has been going on mm-hmm. for like ever. Mm-hmm. So it would take a brand in today's age. I think they could become powerful. Mm-hmm. It won't. It won't. We won't realize it until mm-hmm. twenty years, thirty mm-hmm. years, maybe forty years. What do you think? Like we can conclude from all of this. Like, how do you wanna? I think. Like, what? Are, what is your thought? I think the main thing for brands is is valuing. Your customers mm-hmm. first, not the people that you're influencing. I with. agree a hundred percent, and um, you know, I really, I feel the same way as you. I would love to not feel the same way to create some. What is the word? Just like conversation. Yeah, con- like you know, but um, I really do believe the same thing, and I think that the pot, like, and if you put it into retrospect and you really sit down and think, wow, 
people in pop culture have so much influence on everything right. we do without us even realizing it. When you really mm-hmm. sit down and think about how it. How we edit our photos. Yeah. How we take mm-hmm. photos, what we wear, mm-hmm. what we use, how we act. Mm-hmm. Like, literally everything. Mm-hmm. It's kind of scary, but, like. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I think just the power that people have is just unreal. I'm really, I'm really interested to see... Because the PR professionals now, we they've seen influencers, but mm-hmm. they didn't grow up with it. Mm-hmm. We have grown up with it because mm-hmm. we think about it from the consumer side as well. Because, you know, brands are like, the more the merrier, mm-hmm. the more influencers the merrier. We as consumers think, all right, like HelloFresh, ch- yeah. it's like, relax. Let's chill. So I'm really interested to see how the dynamic in the PR field and how brands will adapt mm-hmm. with more and more millennials and Gen, what mm-hmm. do we see? Mm-hmm. X, Gen Z. Gen Z people come into the field Mm -hmm. and i guess only time will tell true Mm -hmm. well thanks for listening (laughs) yeah go pr (laughs) love you professor (laughs) moore yes love you peace bye